Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, lady. It's Dr. Dom here. If you like this show and you want to make your own, let me tell you about the free platform, Anchor. It's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can add songs from Spotify and create any type of content that you are looking for. Anchor will distribute it all for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everyone, I'm Jen. And I'm Jess. And we're the hosts of the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to tell you about Strivectin's new Super C Retinol Brighten and Correct Vitamin C Serum. We often interview dermatologists on our podcast, and two of their favorite skincare ingredients to recommend are retinol and vitamin C. This serum has both in one lightweight, layerable formula. The new Strivectin serum helps to smooth fine lines, and it's clinically proven to visibly brighten and firm skin. To learn more about Strivectin's Super C Retinol Brighten and Correct Vitamin C Serum, visit Strivectin.com. On this week's episode in Her Space. Your dream may not come to fruition in the way that you planned or the way that you envisioned, but if it's truly meant for you, and I think that's the phrase that we need to also touch on, is that if it's truly meant for you, it will happen when you are ready, right? Mm. And so that first piece of that, if it's truly meant for you, I think that that would, when it comes to today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or even a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments, or if you feel comforted throughout the episode, lady, please leave us a review and tell us what we're doing right so we can stay on track. Also, we release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit herspacepodcast.com and enter your email address to get updates about our live events and all of the new beginnings that we have for this year. Welcome to Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here from the Her Space Podcast. Do you have a burning question you're dying to get feedback on? Do you want an unbiased perspective on a situation you're facing? If so, visit herspacepodcast.com and click Ask Dr. Dom under the Start Here option. Every Tuesday, I'll choose a few questions and answer them at random. Our quote of the day. As you become more clear about who you really are, you'll be better able to decide what is best for you the first time around. That quote comes to us by Auntie Oprah. 
today, we are diving into a new decade, 2020. When I think about starting a new year, starting a new decade, like starting a new year for me is usually like an opportunity to think about, okay, well, what are the things that I want to accomplish this year, right? But starting a new decade is like an opportunity to think about, okay, where do I want my life to be in the next 10 years? But then it also gives me an opportunity to kind of reflect on what has happened in my life in the previous 10 years. Now, T, I know that was a lot that I just threw at you, right? Yeah. I was like <laughs> one year, 10 years yes. ahead, 10 years behind. Yes. That was a lot. Mm-hmm. But when you think about starting this new year, this new decade, what comes up for you? For real, for real, the first thing that came to mind is, this is me saying this to myself, bitch, you're getting old. Because I'm like, God damn. (laughs) When you said, said, what am I going to be doing in 10 years? I said, oh, shit, I'm going to be 40 in 10 years. Okay. And I was like, wow. And then I thought about the last 10 years. And I was like, I was 20 10 years ago. I was still in college. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I was doing. It kind of makes me emotional in a way because it's Mm -hmm. like when you think about the journey, you know, like I didn't know what I was doing with my life. I had goals and, you know, dreams written down, but I was hoping that shit was going to happen, but I didn't know. And so 10 years, it's like, damn, it went by so fast, but so much has happened in the past 10 years. Did I answer your question? Yeah. Okay. But I I think I'm pausing because... As you were talking, like, my last 10 years started flashing before me. And you're right. There's a lot that happens in the span of a decade. What did you think about? Like, what comes up? When you think about, Lady, like, the past 10 years and some of the most significant moments or experiences, like, what comes up for you? For me, what comes up is that... My life is not what I thought it would be. So there are things that have not happened that 10 years ago, I was dead set on those things happening. And now I'm okay. I'm in some instances, glad (laughs) that those things did not happen. Mm -hmm. And so the biggest thing for me is a realization that life truly does not go the way you plan it all the time. Mm -hmm. And you can still be in a great space. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. I think... When I think about the past 10 years, I'm just literally going back in time like, damn, I was a junior in college at Kutztown University trying to map out my life and figure out what am I doing. And life was pretty challenging. It was hard trying to pay for school and being an independent student, not having parental support to go to college. And it's just so crazy to think that so much can happen in those 10 years. And I would say that my life isn't necessarily what I thought it was going to be. I thought by 30, I'd have so much more in some ways because I'm this, you know, high achieving, ambitious person. Like, I wanted this. I wanted that. A lot of that isn't here, but I'm still really happy 
And I think that everything that happened, the good, the bad, the scary, the overwhelming, the things that made me fearful, everything that happened, I can truly say that it's been for my good. So whether it's developed me as a person, whether it's, you know, strengthened my resiliency skills, whether it's just tested me, I mean, it all worked out for my good. I'm a better person because of everything that happened. I concur. I definitely concur. (laughs) One of the things that I also think about in that, in terms of thinking about like mapping out my life, I think about the importance of writing things down and holding on to them uh, in terms of like your goals and your dreams and your visions, because you never know what may come of those things. Now, I know, lady, if you're really listening, you, you're you listening and you're like, but Dom, didn't you just say that some of the stuff you planned didn't come to fruition and you're okay with that? Yes. And there are things that you may write down one year and who knows when those things will actually come true, right? So I say that because it was either 20, somewhere between 2011 and 2013, I wrote down starting a podcast. No, you did not. I Are you did. Serious? And I'm going to have to show you the paper. <gasps> I'm going to have to do, show dog. you the document where I. Oh. Now, now here's the thing. I can't recall knowing anything about a podcast in 2011, mm-hmm. right? But I was, I was doing something for us, for, the, for this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was going through like a bunch of old documents and came across this list of goals that I had written. And it had to be, it was between 2011 and 2013 where I wrote these, this list of goals. And starting a podcast was one of the items on that list. Now, mind you, you recall when we had our meeting mm-hmm. in 2018 and mm-hmm. we were like, just kind of casually tossing out the idea of starting a podcast, Mm -hmm. right? My recollection, and granted, caveat, my short-term memory sometimes ain't shit. But, (laughs) well, and my long-term memory sometimes really ain't shit. (laughs) But my recollection of our conversation was that I recall saying that this is a new idea to me. Podcasting is something I never thought of, mm-hmm. right? So imagine my surprise when I'm right. finding, I come across this document where I wrote this down, right? How did that feel? When you went, came across it, like what were you even thinking? I paused for a moment and was like, wait, what did I just read? Like I had to like, re- I, like I looked at the, I scrolled and looked at it like multiple times and like, looked at all the other words on the page and was like, no, I didn't write this and looked at the date that it was done. And I'm like, huh. And so I had to really pause and think about what that really means in terms of what we put out there in the universe and how sometimes there may be goals or visions or dreams that we put out there and we toss to the side. Mm-hmm. But that does not mean 
that because it got tossed to the side, that it will never happen Mm. or that it can't ever happen. That's a good point. That makes me think about, so I feel that I have been a visionary for a long time. So I'm always forward thinking like, okay, what what am I going to do next? What am I going to do? You know, my five-year plan, 10-year plan, that shit excites me. Some people are like, that shit is overwhelming. I'm like, what's the 20-year plan, y'all? What are we doing? Like, I'm ready. So the thing is, I wrote down in grad school that I wanted to start a, a blog. And I started a blog, and I had this big vision, and I was very much interested in making an impact, but I also had some other goals. I wanted to, like, be featured in, you know, some of our latest and greatest magazines. I wanted to, you know, give a TED Talk, and I wanted to do this and do that. And I was very much motivated by the impact, but also by the goal itself, like achieving this thing or getting this recognition. And so I had my blog for seven years. And although it did well and it impacted people, it never really like blew up, blew up. I thought that was going to be the thing that's like, it just blows up and bam, there it is. It didn't happen that way. Now with the podcast, I think the difference I noticed with the energy I had when we came together to create the podcast, it was very much focused on impact. It was very much focused on a greater why, a very clear why. And that why was literally our mission, which is creating a safe space where black women and women of color can just be. Let down your hair. We can talk about the things that only, you know, we can connect with and that only we resonate with. And I was speaking to my coach about this and she was like, she gave me advice. So my blog, one of the goals I had for the blog was I wanted to be featured on Black Enterprise, right? That was literally on my vision board, Black Enterprise. Now, what I noticed is when you and I started the podcast, it was purely mission driven. Like we didn't even have any goals of, oh, we want this person to find out. We want to get this many downloads, this many views. It was purely vision driven. Now, three months into us having a podcast, we are surprised by a friend. I think one of my friends texted me like, girl, your podcast is on Black Enterprise. And I was like, what? So I texted Dom, like, Dom, we're on Black Enterprise. What, What the world? And it makes me think about what my coach said about what is your why? Like focus on the why, focus on the impact, focus on really other people, and then you'll get all those other things. And so I thought about how I did this thing for seven years and I really wanted all these things and it didn't really end up the way that I envisioned. But now we start this podcast and three months in, one of the goals I had on my list forever finally happened. What is the why that's motivating you? It's not just you want to give a TED talk. You want to enlighten the world to a new perspective on a topic that you're really interested in, right? You want to help people in some way. It's all about the why and the impact. And so that's what I think about when you were talking about what you wrote down years ago that you forgot about. And also when it comes to mapping out your vision, what is the why? And clearly your why was big enough because even though you forgot about it, God and the universe was like, ah, 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 here you go. We're going to make this happen there we for go. her. And I think the thing with that too, with that why, is also, I'm going to use my favorite phrase, trusting the process, right? And knowing that if your why is coming from a good space, that it will come. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And what's that That line from this gospel song? Uh, it may not, he may not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. He's always on time. Your dream may not come to fruition, in the way that you planned or the way that you envisioned, but if it's truly meant for you, and I think that's the phrase that we need to also touch on, is that if it's truly meant for you, it will happen when you are ready, right? Mm. And so that first piece of that, if it's truly meant for you, I think that that when it comes to mapping out your goals for the year or the decade and figuring out how to create a vision, that is where oftentimes we may get the most caught up and find ourselves getting stuck, right? Because we have this idea in our head of how it's supposed to go. Mm -hmm. And when it doesn't happen in the exact way that we had it visualized in our brain, we're not happy. Mm. And the reality is that oftentimes things are bigger than our dreams. Girl, say that one more time. For the people in the back. Okay. Our reality can often be bigger than our dreams. When it's truly meant for us, it can be bigger than anything we imagine for ourselves. And I know some big dreamers, right? The point of dreaming is to like fantasize and really think about things in a way that's like, nah, this can't really be possible. Mm -hmm. But when things are meant for us, And we embrace that it may not come out how we initially planned it, it can turn out to be much better than we ever hoped. And see, that makes me, that that kind of brings us back to that quote about when you find the why and you're committed to the why, everything else is going to fall into place. And of course, you know, I got a story for this, right? I'm ready. Okay. So it makes me think about this time. So when I was 18 years old, um, I remember... I heard about this writers conference. It was called the Sandy Cove Writers Conference in Maryland. And it was a couple hundred dollars to go. You had to buy a ticket, also, you know, pay for 
uh, lodging, and of course you had to get your transportation. And so I was a broke college student. I didn't have the money. And so I asked my grandmother, and she had told me, she was like, you know how grandmoms do. First, she pulled the money out her bra. You know how they do. That's my grandmother. Pulled the money out her bra. And she said, baby, I don't have a lot of money, but I believe in you. And I'm going to give you the money for the conference. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I was so excited. And I wrote my I wrote a book. And it was a writer's conference. And so I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm going to go to this conference. This is the moment I've been waiting for my whole life. All these 18 years, I've been through all this stuff. And I, I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm going to write this book. I already wrote it. I'm going to share this book with these publishers and Auntie Oprah's going to find me, and my life is just going to be made. Literally, that is the plan. Like, legit, that's what I thought was going to happen. So I drove to the conference. Mm-hmm. That's a big dream for an 18-year-old. Girl. Right? So I'm I'm curious to see. Like, Girl. you got me all in because I'm like 18 and you writing a book. Girl. Girl. Okay. My book was called Exposed, okay? And it was just talking about – it was very, very much a journey within to encourage people to just – kind of face their own stuff and what happened to them and all that. So I wrote this book. I go to the conference and I meet with an editor from a very popular uh, publishing company. And I was hanging out with a lot of mature folks. I was one of the youngest people there. And the editor took my book. She was reading over it and I was so excited and she gave it back. And it kind of reminded me of when your English teacher grades your paper with all the red pen marks. She oh, went through no. and butchered my book. And I was very sad. I felt some kind of way. I still have it to this day at home in my chest. And it was so bad. And I was just like, why, God? Like, why why didn't this happen? Like, I've been through all this stuff in my life, you know, facing abuse and, you know, being homeless. And I went through all this adversity. I know I have a story. Why why didn't they see me, you know? And I didn't give up, but I was very discouraged. Now, fast forward what is this, 12 years later? I'm not a math person. Yeah. About 12 years, right? right? Okay, 12 Mm -hmm. years later, at 30 years old, I've written a book that is going to be released this year. And let me just tell you, after reading this book, after reading my previous book, I am so thankful to God that that piece of shit did not get published. Because when I tell you it's some trash, that book I wrote when I was 18 was trash. Okay? Nah, girl. It can't be trash. Oh, I promise. It was trash. Nah. And the lady who read it, one piece of feedback that she gave me, and I've evolved so much because I'm not this kind of person anymore. She said that the book came off, she was honest, it came off very judgmental. The language was just like very preachy is what she said. Very preachy. Mm. That's not my method today. I have a very, like a total opposite message, but I've learned so much in those 12 years. I've gained so many tools. I have so much more wisdom. I have so much more awareness of self that this book that I'm releasing this year is going to be way better than the piece of trash that I wrote when I was 18. (laughs) So when I tell you that it really is about are you really ready? But don't give up. That's the thing. Even right. though you 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 may, girl, all the failure I faced in these past 12 years or 10 years, like I faced so much failure and it's like, you got to just keep on getting back up because if you never keep going, you're never going to know what you could have been because you gave up too fast. You stopped before the miracle happened. I mean, you know, really think about it. Like that, as you were talking, reminded me of Cardi B's song, um, the first song on her, her oh, latest don't make album, me the spit one them bars, yes. down nine times, and I get up ten. Yes, yes. And lady, we will have a link for that song on our website, so definitely check it out. Nati, we have talked about like the visions planning and the goal setting, and we talked about how we each have written things down. But let's kind of dive into like twenty twenty for real, for real, mm-hmm. right? So, lady, if you're listening, I know you're like, 
all right, so y'all said some cool stuff reminiscing, but what do I need to think about for 2020? Don't worry. We got you. Mm-hmm. So, you ready to hit them with the questions? Let's hit them with the questions, Dom. All right. So, well, first, before we fully dive into the questions, I do want to say that it's important to think about, like, your method for writing things, writing this down. For me personally, I've used multi-methods to map out my visions for the year. Some years, I have just taken a sheet of paper and I've used... so. Anyone who knows me well knows that I generally write everything in purple. So I have my stick of purple. I have my grab bag of purple pens. Why do you like the purple pens? Well, purple is my favorite color and it stands out. Mm, got that royal, that yes, royalty. Exactly, That's what exactly, it is. Exactly. She's queening over here, okay? <laughs> so because also I think it, it if I'm, if my memory serves me right, it started because when I was teaching, I didn't like going back to what you said about how that publisher like went through like mm-hmm. that English teacher with the red ink. I don't like that red ink, right? It almost feels offensive to me. Okay. And I know some people have their preferences, but for me, if I'm going to be encouraging to people when I'm making corrections on things... I started using purple pens to grade papers. I love that. And so then, now mind you, some of the stuff may not have been pretty, like you said, like how the English, <laughs> exactly. you know, how the publisher the tore truth up your now. stuff, right? Exactly. And then after a while, I just started using purple all the time. So we'll have a link in our show notes for where you can buy those same purple pens that I like to use. Because I also, if you also know me, you know I'm pretty particular and I use one specific kind of purple pen. And I'm sure it's high quality, knowing you down. Of course, Mm -hmm. you know it is. You know it is. (laughs) (laughs) And so there have been times where I have like literally just in my purple pen on a sheet of paper written down all my goals, right? And then like I'd go in and I categorize them, you know, based on like themes, And to help me kind of figure out, okay, well, what are the areas that I'm really trying to improve upon this year? And usually, like, I'll come up with the themes after I've made my goals. Other times, I've just gone on the laptop and typed stuff in on the laptop. What I notice is the stuff that I type in on the laptop is the stuff that kind of gets lost. So that year where I found out about where I wrote about creating a podcast that was on a document on my laptop somewhere that clearly I hadn't accessed in almost a decade right the stuff I've written down on paper I have access to that on a regular basis Um, and I'm constantly checking in and saying oh I didn't accomplish that oh yeah I did that like just a ability to check in with myself and then there have been times where it's actually only been one or two times where I've done a vision board. Mm-hmm. For me, I haven't put a lot of energy into doing a vision board, but that's something that I know that I'm open to trying again because I'm in a different headspace. 
but I also know that that works really well for a lot of other people. It depends on how your vision works. Are you truly like a visual, visual person? Mm -hmm. Or are you a person that, like, do you need to see images? Or are you a person that can visualize your goals by the words? Mm -hmm. It's about your own personal preference. Hands down. That's a good point. I've definitely created vision boards as well. Um, it, it was fun when I was younger where you get your pictures out of the magazine and paste them there. I think now as an adult, what, what works best for me I'm a visual person, so I like to see it before I see it in reality. So what I usually do is I'll do a digital vision board. Mm -hmm. I'll just like go into Canva or like paint and I'll just put the images in there and then I print that out and that's my vision board. So I've been doing that for a while, but I want to dive into this first question really quick because I think this is a powerful question that will allow us to really frame up. What is the year going to look like? And it's as simple as if you fast forward to December 31st, 2020, how would you like your life to be different? Where do you want to be at that point? And that's a question you just kind of just sit with. Where do you want to be? Because whatever, wherever you want to be, you have to start taking actions now that will lead you there, right? Right, right. When I think about where I want to be, I feel like I'm going to be very vulnerable right now. And part of me is saying, don't say that. And another part of me is like, no, we're going to go ahead and do it. <sighs> okay, down. Let me get myself together. Okay. So December, by December 2020, I would like to be a mommy. <laughs> we're in it. We're in it. Okay. <laughs> we're in it. We're in it. Oh, I followed that. That's oh, such Dom, a beautiful stop. goal. That, and and I say that because I know what you've been through in 2019. And so I'm like, oh, oh, yes. Okay. For me, I mentioned this in a previous episode. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And one of the things that... What I want is to be working smarter, not harder. If you know me, you know that I am, I've got my hands in so many things. And in 2020, I really want to be in a space where I am a thousand times better at saying no and but still having an impact and I, I I want to take some time and it probably will take me the entire month of January to really flesh this vision out which I think sometimes is not I think I know that it's okay for us to do but I really want to take the entire month of January to reflect and figure out how best I can get to that space so that in December, 
I can look back and say that there weren't points where I was extremely overwhelmed that I brought upon myself. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, Tom. And the thing about it, what I've realized is that it really is about what works for you as a person. I feel like mm-hmm. we live in a world where people are so into telling the collective what to do. And I'm like, no, like even with the podcast, we offer suggestions or we offer our experiences based on what we've experienced, right? That's all we can offer is our experience and maybe what we've heard from others. But at the end of the day, each person as an individual needs to figure out what works best for you. So when I think about me, I use a goal mapping workbook, typically use that every year. We're going to add a link to that in the show notes. It's a free workbook that you can use to map out your year. I use that workbook. I map out all the goals for the year. And then I have a big sort of uh, one of those whiteboard calendars in my home Mm -hmm. office. I have some little markers with a little eraser on the end. I literally use that to map out the month because I already have everything written in my goal mapping workbook. So I just put everything on the monthly calendar up there so I can see it, right? I want to be able to see it without having to go into Google Calendar, right? So when I look in the home office, I see, oh, great, I have therapy on Thursday. Okay, cool. We record the podcast on Friday, whatever. I can see everything from a bird's eye view. And so it's so convenient for me. So we're going to add a link to that in the show notes as well. Um, But I think it all goes back to what works best for you. And I want us to go into our second question, but I want to kind of tie this around. I'm going to tie it in a little bow. So the second question is, What is one word or phrase that will be your mantra for the year? Now, usually my word or phrase is like ambition. It's like something related to being ambitious or go, 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 or go crazy or map out all the goals. This year for me, my word is probably going to be flow. I'm going to actually take a step back and literally just worry about self-care and focus on my why and not necessarily all the milestones and goals that I had because it's nice to get features, but... Once you get that, it feels good for the moment, right? Mm-hmm. But then that shit, I mean, it kind of like, okay, now we're on to the next thing. So it, it, it it's not long lasting, but I found with myself that when I do something that impacts humanity, that impacts community, and that leaves a lasting imprint on someone's life, that is way more fulfilling to me than any feature. So I already mapped out my goals because I did this in October And I'm like, oh, it might be time for me to revisit them now that we're at the top of the year because I'm going to go into the year with a different energy. I'm flowing this year instead of being so like on top of everything and controlling every aspect of my life. It's so funny you said flow because literally as you were talking, slow down was the phrase that came up for me. And for me slowing down ties into what you were saying of like flow, right? Slowing down means allowing myself to really be in the moment so that if there is like that exciting, unexpected thing, like a feature, right? I can embrace that. I can enjoy that, like fully enjoy that. If I'm watching something on television and it's making me crack up laughing, I can really embrace that laughter, right? Really embrace that that funny moment. If I'm having like a tender moment, a vulnerable moment with someone else, I can really be in that and let myself feel all those feelings if I'm slowing down. Mm -hmm. that also 
keeps me from feeling overwhelmed Mm -hmm. because I'm letting myself like really slow down and be in those moments so that I'm not thinking about like the 10 things that I need to do next. If I'm in that moment, I don't have to be overwhelmed about those things because I know that I will get to those things. And I also know that if I'm fully focused on my goal of working smarter, not harder, I'm not going to have 10 other things that I'm that I'm trying to think about. Yes, you can spend more time with the people you enjoy and you love and really just be in the moment and feel fully. Now, I don't know where this is coming from, but apparently someone needs to hear this right now. But I know one thing that I used to always look for, Dom, was validation. Mm -hmm. The weird thing about it is I would have visions. I would get signs. I would just get these sort of downloads, right? Whether it's my spirit guides or whether it's just intuition, something telling me where I need to be, what I need to be doing. But I always, I was so thirsty for someone else to validate what I already knew about myself. Mm -hmm. So if you, you know, Dom said she wanted to start a podcast years ago. If someone's telling you, girl, you really have a way of talking to people. You should really start a podcast or something. And you're not necessarily acting on it, but you're just taking in all the feedback and you're getting these signs, but you're not doing anything about it. We're just here to let you know that you are enough. You are qualified. You really don't need any external validation. If you hear a voice inside telling you to write that book or start that vision board or start that business or you know pursue that degree, whatever that thing might be, I think it's so important for us to really go within this year and trust ourselves and not wait for validation. Because sometimes people get the revelation late, right? Right. They might not get it until years down the line and now you've, you know, wasted years and you didn't have a chance to do anything about it. So whatever it is that you are feeling in your spirit, just go after it and listen to that voice inside because many of us often know what we need to do and where we need to be and what we need to be doing. And sometimes, you know how it is, you call your homegirl like, girl, what should I do? When you know damn well exactly what you should do. You just want to hear it from somebody else, right? Right. And I and I and you know as you're saying that that brings us to the third piece the third question who are five people who can help you reach your goal right so calling up that girlfriend you might not need to be calling her for validation but you may need to be calling her so that she can give you that motivational speech to remind you of what your goals are right Somebody else that you may want to have is someone who has been where you're trying to get to or someone who you know generally is going to be that support in your corner, right? Figure out, once you've identified what your goals are, figure out who the people are that are going to be the most helpful in getting you to that space. Beautifully stated, Dom. I love it. And that takes us on to number four, which I think is an amazing step here. And this is identify 10 people you can build up. When I tell you that before I knew who I was, as far as like my mission on earth, before I knew what I wanted to do in the world, I was very big on giving back to other people. So even though I didn't have clarity on what I was doing, I was always down to sow into someone else's vision because I'm like, if I don't know what I'm doing, at least I know this person's doing something good. I might as well sow into that person to help them out because I know that 
I really do believe that what you help someone else achieve, God will allow you to achieve on your own. And so for years, I would help people at church. I would help people with their business. I would do so much to invest in other people's visions. And now I'm in a place in life where I actually have a vision that other people can invest in. And people are just coming out of the woodwork to support me. So I think that if we can just get into the habit of helping other people with no expectation of anything in return and not one of those people that's going to help them and then remind them later. You just do it out of the kindness of your heart. It will come back to you 100-fold, I'm telling you. I can't even, I have no backup for that because you said it perfectly. Like, yeah. (laughs) And so just to kind of recap what those questions are that you are going to use in your goal setting. First, if you fast forward to December 31st, 2020, how would your life be different than it is right now in this moment? Second, what is one word or phrase that will be your mantra for the year? Third, identify five people who can help you reach your goals. And finally, number four, identify 10 people who you can sow into. And as you're listening to this episode and you want to supplement what you've heard, be sure to go back and revisit season one, episode three, how to overcome procrastination and make progress fast. Season one, episode 11, how to create a dream team for your life and business. And season three, episode three, Five tips to help you get back on track and find your passion. Hey girl, hey, it's Terry here from the Herspace Podcast. Every Wednesday, I release a Wisdom Wednesday mini episode that'll give you the quick boost you need to get you through hump day. Visit herspacepodcast.com and click the Wisdom Wednesday with Terry link under start here to get your weekly gems. I hope to see you there. Thanks for joining us today in Her Space. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but it is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HerSpacePodcast, or check out our website at HerSpacePodcast.com. And before we meet again, repeat after me. There's something inside of me that's bigger than any obstacle. We'll see you next week, ladies.